as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. It's our first time back in a long time. It's been a minute, so. I know, I know. <laughs> 2018. Man. How y'all doing? Man. How y'all doing? It's nice to hear y'all voices. Somebody asked me the other day when we started, and I was like, man, it was like 2016. Really? 2015, 2016. Honestly. It's been a minute. I mean, dang. But anyway, I'm excited. I'm excited because with everything going on, I was just like, we got to get back behind the mic because, I mean, my goodness. I mean, seriously. It's a lot going on. It is. American and gone crazy. They have. They have. So for those who are just tuning in, let's introduce <laughs> ourselves to all of those who are just tuning in who may not be familiar with our voices. I'm going to start with myself. I'm Dominique McCoy. Um, that's Dominique McCoy on Instagram. That's just Dom. And I don't really use Snapchat, so you don't even need to know all of that. Yeah, is I don't think that's a thing anymore. I know, right? What? <laughs> yes, it's, I mean the filters. The filters are popping. Don't get me wrong, but it's like you record, you get the, you get your filter, and then you post it to Snapchat. That's, I mean, you post it to Instagram. That's what. True. The, true. Yeah, true. that's the move now. But this is the gift of gab. That's the gift of gab on everything. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> and. Young with underscore AA on everything, the male voice of cognac and communion. And we're back and we're excited. And we're live. I say live. But yeah, man. So let's jump right into it, man. It's just been so much stuff going on. What's on your mind? Let's talk about it. I'm ready. I'm ready. Well, of course, we got to start with Kanye because over the course of the past, I have to say two months, I've gotten into at least at least five debates mm. that escalated into arguments, which, you know, <laughs> which which almost well, two almost led into altercations. Shut you know up. Like, I'm just I'm just I'm saying like Kanye has been a major topic of discussion. Ever since his slavery was a choice comment, you know what I'm saying? And it wasn't even just necessarily the comment within itself. It's just everything that that comment revealed. Mm -hmm. Because usually when certain racist things are said or brought to light, all of like your white racist friends are revealed. The white racist Whoa. in America who was like on the down low. Yeah. You know, they're revealed, right? Yep. But but when Kanye speaks, it's like the weak mind. Well, I don't want to call no, names call, like that, but it, it's it's it like it is. It the, I, I guess I would say like the racist, the societal racism, <sighs> the weak-minded individuals who think that they're creative. You know, that's those folks are revealed. Yeah. And it's just so annoying to hear the stances that people take behind this man, especially because I will be willing to put my salary on the line that he is mentally ill. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I just don't think that his ideas should be co-signed. Mm -hmm. You, you know, by made by somebody who's not like a, a mental health professional. That's Disney. Like, but, but people go so hard, like Twitter went crazy. And everybody's like, he's a genius. And he's so, you know, like he's so open-minded. He thinks outside the box. Mm. I'm like, does he really though? I don't, I don't. I mean, everybody loves Kanye or everybody loved Kanye because he was authentically Kanye mm-hmm. loved him for speaking out about things that people were uncomfortable um, saying and you know just hearing and like they probably wouldn't speak out on them you know personally so when right. you this comment is just like excuse me mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is how you really feel you know and it's, just, and it's and I think what rubbed people the wrong way is that we're so used to him speaking out on things that we may feel that we can't Nat- naturally say 
you know, and people probably won't hear us and won't give us the time of day. But when he says something that is just like total opposite of like what his fans kind of like, you know, believe in and like mm-hmm. kind of like offensive to like his core race, his race. It's kind of like, wait a minute, Kanye. That's not what we were thinking. Like, you're not supposed to say that. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, that, that like you supposed to be, like you ain't supposed to say that. Like, who are you speaking for? Like, who are you speaking for? You know, because you used to be like, oh yeah, Kanye said that. I was thinking that. You know, but now it's just like Kanye said that shit. I wasn't thinking that at all. I wasn't None at all. Not so, even close. So it's kind of like, mm. I yeah. I don't know. That TMZ guy went in on him. Like, yeah, the people really <laughs> felt some type of way about Kanye at this point and I think sometimes you elevate though I don't because he came back people still gonna mess with him mm-hmm. uh, some people say or have a view kind of like what Cognac Community was built on that is different from the mass yeah yeah and yeah. if you if you are different you're always gonna be looked at as an outcast and you know Kanye was kind of like you said the people wanted that person to speak for them and that was Kanye and now it's kind of, not to say it like that, Kendrick is kind of the where we're at and where the movement is and whatever like that. And so Kanye got to, he got to do something else. And so he's trying to find a different match. And yeah. I think that's kind of where it is. And this, see, and this is my thing. See, Dami, though, you asked the question, like, Kanye, is that how you really feel? This is my thing. I never had the position where I was just like, Kanye, you ain't speaking on behalf of on the black people like that. It was not what we was thinking. You shouldn't have said that. My thing was your narrative now is completely different from what it was five, six, seven years ago. Right. I was like, is this how you really feel? Or to what Kareem was saying, like, are you just speaking against the masses? Because there's also this idea now that it's like, okay, if you agree with all of the rest of the black people, then you're just like, you're in this box or you're, you know, you're not creative. You're not an independent Mm. thinker. Oh my gosh. And it's just like, that that is not the case. Like you don't have to say completely extreme and asinine things to be considered creative. Not even to cut you off, Gabby, but what the hell is an independent thinker opposed to a free thinker? This whole trend that they're trying to do is like killing me because all these free thinkers are now free thinkers because it's a trend. So actually, were they free thinkers or are they not thinking independently independently now? Right. It's just like, wait a minute. Like, it's just like, shut up. Being, in, being independent is cool now, so I'm going to be that. I'm going to be that. Like, 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 until we're ready to be followers again. Yeah, until we, until we moved that. up again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, wait a minute. Get out of here. Like, oh, I'm a free thinker. Shut up. You just heard yeah. that from somebody else. Go ahead and sit down. And so that was my thing. That's the thing that made me upset because when it first happened, he kept he kept responding like in his tweets talking about like, um, I don't have to be a Democrat just because I'm black. And it's like, this is not even about this is being not a even Democrat. About being it's honestly not even being a it's not even about being black. It's about saying what you mean and mean what you meaning what you say. And like if you're going to co-sign something. Be able to give valid reason as to yeah. why. I just like, need to know why you want to ask. Right. I, I just <laughs> exactly. need to know. That's my thing. And you looked, at, you looked at like, really like some get out type stuff, bro. You looked yes. like you were shocked. Like somebody put the hat on you and had the gun under the table. Like, hey. For real. Take the picture. Like. <laughs> Yo, I saw a recent interview uh, with him and, dang, who was it? It was him and like some girl. I don't know. Some girl. WGCI she, is the one. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, And he yeah, was yeah. talking about like, you know, like he was saying like, he wished he had somebody. I can't. I can't even think of. It was his boy, uh, his the boy. dude that did off white. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I wish I had my boy with me or whatever. Because you know, if he was around, if he was around at this, if he was around me, I wouldn't be doing the stuff that I would be doing. And in Ooh, my head, I was just like, mm. "You a grown ass man? Huh? No, Hell, come on. No, Wait. no, no, uh. no, 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 no. I get it. You need a support system. I get it. I get it. But do like, like." Take ownership, like just take ownership of what went down. Like, please do not, right? Please right. do not say, oh, you know, if my homeboy was here, I wouldn't have been able to. Do, you know, like, no, take ownership. It's so no, funny, like up. in that situation, yeah, because, like you said, take ownership. He's playing the victim. Um, he's really trying to look for sympathy in a situation where it's like, I messed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I give you that one. I, I see that. But like I said earlier, I truly believe that he is mentally unstable. So with respect to that, 
with respect to that. And then especially like considering just all of the lapses in mental health that we have been seeing, like in the industry lately, I look at that more as like a cry for help. You know, like he may not outright say I'm emotionally dependent and I need somebody to have my back right now or whatever. But certain comments like that is like, okay, maybe we shouldn't take it with a grain of salt. Like maybe somebody needs to check on him. But at the same time, wait, he has a whole situation going on. So it's like when you want to be that friend before, you know, the Kardashian crisis and everything Mm. like that, it becomes a situation where it's like, let's not understand that after gaining, you know, who everybody feels like, you know, on her side is the best situation that he ever got. He lost a lot. Wait, people think that that was a game? Bruh. Yes. Kanye, oh, Kim definitely. Yes. Let's not let's not lose that. Like yes. we gotta understand the movement in in certain yes. things. Kim and the Kardashian clan is definitely a game. We're yes. not gonna put that in the lose category. Yes. Although, right. like as annoying as the Kardashians are, Gabby, like. The- Mm. I, and I, ugh, just, I need I, no. Don't, don't, I need y'all to let it out. I need I, you to elaborate. I don't. Don't like lose them. the words because I, I, I don't. <laughs> I do not agree. I don't. As, as annoying and just, ugh, I just can't stand like their whole. I just can't stand them strategically the way they are taking over uh, entertainment or have taken over pop culture. It would make it. It, it makes sense. Kanye West. And Kim Kardashian, it makes sense. Like it, it makes sense. Unfortunately, Does it? It, like it makes sense for him to like her. Like he likes her, and you know they like. Her. I don't know how. I, I don't, don't know if it makes sense it. or like certain stuff, but yeah, like, you don't see her being a win. I don't see her being a win. I don't see him liking Ooh. her making sense. I, I, see him, I see him liking her definitely. Yeah, I definitely see him liking her. Like, she's a, she's a definitely a Barbie. Like she's definitely that's that. Like what he ah, wants though. La, la, la. You know, he wanted that. Think about all his. You ain't never like okay. Kanye West when he was dating. We really like talking about Kanye West today. <laughs> <laughs> when he was dating Amber Rose, mm-hmm. did we hear her? Like, did we hear her or did we see her? We saw Amber Rose. We did not mm-hmm. hear her. We, we barely even seen her. Like, That's you know, when she used to be under the robe and stuff. And, like, and, and, and we did see her. When we did see her, she was, you know, she was dressed to the nines. Like, she had her own little style. Like, she was dope. And it was just like, oh, my God, she's so dope. Let's attribute her. But I felt Kanye. like he liked that. Okay. And, but let's okay, attribute but her style to Kanye. And can we agree, though? But can we agree that during that point, Kanye was sane? Or semi-sane? No. Was Kanye genuine? I can't take saying, was Kanye a genuine person at that time though? No. I can say he was when happy. you say genuine, I can't say I can't even say happy and genuine because when you say genuine, the way that he like they ended and he like spazzed or like goes back at her and everything like that. When how do you I can't think of when he was genuine. That's no. the scary part. I just think he needs somebody he can um control. Someone not like, you know, control or like, you know, he can kind of like alter in a way i don't know i feel like and kim you know she's sounds bad she's like a puppet you know what i mean like she does things for attention she does things strategically mm-hmm. and for likes so she alters her body for the masses and he wants to be that creative person to say hey no you do this hey no wear that hey no um i like this on you hey don't do this okay if you if you come out this week with this, I'm sure you're going to get this. Like, he needs that. He needs, he needs someone like that. And Kim wants someone like that. So it it works that But way. it didn't, It to me, it didn't make sense in the beginning because Kanye seemed like he was very, he, before Kim, he was always like anti-media. And Kim was pro-social media, pro-everything media. And so that's why, like, in the in the beginning, people were saying that there were issues, like, even with her recording the show, because he didn't want camera time like that. He wasn't right. that type of guy. So with Kim being so, like, all into social media and posting and just being so open and transparent about everything, to me, I was just like, why would you even put yourself in this world? Furthermore, it seemed like once he was immersed in that world, he started going insane. Think about it. When he stopped, okay, so I have I, this thought just came to mind, and I, we got to move on from Kanye. But this, yeah, thought just, this thought just came to mind. Kanye was trying to divert into fashion. Kim wears, I mean, she's like, you know, everybody's looking for Kim to wear this, wear that, wear this, wear that. So strategically, 
it worked like it works because he was trying to divert in a fashion and he was constantly getting the door closed you know what i'm saying but with kim on his side it opens doors it opens opportunities yeah it's like yeah so it definitely it works was, in all the favors and it's the opposite of the track and i think kanye's biggest problem even to this day with everything even with after kim he doesn't know how to get the media to do what he wants them to do but no publicity is bad publicity so it becomes a, a ongoing like you know struggle i guess i'm thinking on like a personal skill i'm not necessarily thinking from a business level i feel like kim was a bad move for his mental health because she she doesn't i don't want to say she's spineless but she doesn't have the type of strength of the type of woman that kanye needs no no not even kanye any man for sure in that type of situation then that's the way you're looking at it you're looking at it from perspective of a personal i don't know kanye and i understand where he moves at the end of the day so it becomes like from a personal standpoint, I couldn't let my my man sit with this person. That's why he loses a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but business, from you know that from, business from standpoint, standpoint, yeah, right. yeah that makes sense. But you know, from from a cognac and communion, you know, <laughs> what good? What good does it do a man oh. to gain the world? Oh, and but lose his soul. soul. You know, know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm just like, Amen. is it, is it Amen. a win? Is it a win or not? It's so, uh, I mean, according to the Bible, you know, but and, and then on top of that, I feel like Kanye, honestly, Kanye West with or without Kim Kardashian, if he really wanted to push himself into the fashion world, he would have ended up there. That's genuinely how I feel. Um, mm, I don't think so. I'm not really fashion for I don't know, but I just feel like with the the resources and just the name, I feel like he could have gotten there. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, I don't know. When I think of fashion and I think of hip hop, I think of people like you know uh, Damon Johnson, Fubu. Like that's the first person I thought of was Fubu. If mm. he had took some lessons from him, maybe got some, you know, got some, you know, had some conversations, no. and maybe he did, and maybe he didn't. I don't know, but he could have. But yeah. Fubu, and mean, while we transition and just to think of some other stuff, so was Fubu ongoing wise? Like in the in the moment it was good, but now looking back at it and everything compared to what Kanye wants as far as the Gucci and the Saint Laurent and everything like that. Was Fubu a win? Well, I think Fubu's history. Fubu will always be a household name, and like yeah. what it did for Black people will right. always be something that we talk I'm about. To pop some Fubu stuff now. Why y'all talking? Like I just bought, okay. a, I just bought a Fubu. Uh, I just bought a Fubu <laughs> fitted. Like you better go ahead, girl. I still be on their website. Like okay, I'm like, really? Yes, I, I fucked with Fubu for us okay. buyers. Maybe we need to get back on. I would like. I'm. I'm still in that mindset. Like I would never be caught dead in nothing. Food. Nope. But, you know, that's shameful nope. of me. That yeah. legit is shameful of me. Mm-mm, you need. Mm-mm. No, but wait. With Fubu and everything like that. So he sold it. I'm not yeah, necessarily he, sure who he yeah, sold it yeah, to and everything like that. So uh, does that change your mindset of how you want to buy the brand and everything like that? Because you you would be supporting you know your black brand if it was him, but if it's somebody else or the industry, quote unquote, mm-hmm. do you still feel the same way? H and M. Mm. Oh, he took it to H and M. About to choke on this wine. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. See, I, 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 I don't. Mm. Gabby, you take this one. H and M. I don't got that. Fubu. You know, I would rock Fubu just to like have it on to the point where somebody be like, "Why you got on Fubu?" I could be like, "Cause see, a black man started this." <laughs> you know, like for that reason. But you know, it also does make sense. It's like you know, by us spending our coins on that, we're not necessarily investing in our community. No, um, you know what? You know what? I, I feel like he feel like- still has some type of. Um, I feel like he still has some type of ownership like, ownership of it. Like I do. I do. Okay. So um, yeah, and they just had I think um, an anniversary. I want to say 20, 25. I, don't quote me, but yeah, they just had an anniversary. So if you go on the website, um, you'll see. And what I want to know <laughs> is why 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 Fubu why Fubu didn't make a Kaepernick the face at a campaign though. That would have. That would have made sense. Why they didn't sponsor him? Why they didn't stand behind that man? Speaking of Kaepernick, <laughs> mm, mm, good question. Yeah, that, that's good some question. good. Uh, oh shoot! Sure. I guess that wasn't, just that wasn't even supposed to be a segue. I, guess I done they just do it. Up. But um, did y'all, y'all didn't even get my joke. Whatever. 
That's the <laughs> they should have just been. I got it. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> But yeah, so like talking about Kaepernick, like let's talk about that. Like, uh, it's been a long struggle. I feel like <laughs> getting to this point, uh, he lost some some major coins to to stand up for the cause. And mm. you know when I see certain pictures like that comparison between him and Muhammad Ali, and just it's just yeah, mm. it doesn't die. So it just it just keeps going. Understand. Transition. So before we go on, I have questions about that because maybe I'm just like you know. I wasn't really attentive to what was going on with his career prior to all of this. So, and I feel like I hear two different opinions when this topic comes up. So, has is at the end, well, right now, because it's not even the end of the day, where, we, where he stands now with this whole situation, has he lost or has he gained? It depends on what side, it depends on what side of the spectrum you're on. It really does. From he's my won. perspective, I think he's won. But okay. for somebody else, they may think he is lost, and now they're out there going to burn their Nikes. You okay, know, so, so people are saying like he's lost simply because what well, he hasn't been picked up by a football team. He's lost because he hasn't been picked up. You know, he's sold out. Like you know, people the people have different opinions about this. I personally think to stand up for your rights and you know fight until the good fight is over. <laughs> and I, even if it means sacrificing everything because that's the thing I'm like okay it said he sacrificed yeah, everything it. Like, Bring up that, I know um, his career post. obviously right mm-hmm. and what it says the uh, what's the exact quote on the Kaepernick post it says stand for something even if it means sacrificing everything or? even if it means sacrificing everything and it becomes that simple thing where it's like he he really yeah the career is gone I feel like personally yeah. he might get back and you know different stuff but it's like the NFL and how many years do you really stay in there compared to Nike and what that longevity is of you know creating mm-hmm. this his face is on the side of this big of buildings and he's not even on a team. It's about the legacy. It's about the purpose, like the the history behind this. Mm-hmm. When we're like not when we're now when we're, I don't want to talk about when we did, but when we're older, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When we're older, like have grandkids, we can go on and talk about how, uh, you know, how impactful his position and his protest was. And, you know, how so many people, so many big league teams, so many big time investors shun him and turn their backs on him, but get one. Right. But but yet one, one, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because he stayed true. He never bowed down. He never he never sold out. He didn't go, oh, you know, money's getting short. Let me go ahead and bow down. Which is well, all he did was bow down technically. Well, technically he did. Uh, You know what I'm saying? Wait, wait, (laughs) wait. You gotta elaborate on that. You think because going to Nike is or just being with a big person like big store is bowing down? No, 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 no. I'm saying he never like he never sold out. He always stayed true to what he believed in, despite like, any you know any offers that came to him, any people that were like, oh yeah, you know, if you do this, then yeah, we do that. You know what I'm saying? Besides he, that, he but like, like regardless of the adversity that came with it, he still stood for like his position. He yeah. still stood in his position, and that's true. So that's. Something that I heard because, like, amongst you know the coworkers when talking about it, I would hear the feedback like, "See, he should have never did that. Now he just messed up his career. He ain't never gonna get picked back up." It goes back to your values and what you believe in. Right. Like, his career is one thing, but you know, you know, standing up for something that you believe in, mm-hmm. and you know, the injustice system and how you know how they're treating you know black you know black people and African Americans and minorities. That's something way more valuable. That's something, you know, that you can't take back, you know? Yeah. I mean... It's like career versus purpose. Yeah. And there's so many... I'm like, uh, I probably ain't never heard Reverend Jesse Jackson actually, like, preach, you know? He is an activist. He's a politician. You know, maybe that's his purpose. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Whereas, okay, Reverend, that was his title because that was his career. But where his passion was lied in the community, not in the church. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
He may not Amen. say that, but that's just what it seemed like to me. I don't know if he ever had a church. I don't know either. Um, I do know that um, he was trying to um, run for a certain office at one point. Right. Unless he's like the pastor of America. <laughs> you know his, uh, you know his daughter. Pause. You know his daughter. There's some side note messy stuff. You know his daughter go to see son? Go Matadors. We'll Did I know that? I'm telling you now. Okay. <laughs> He got a daughter that young? Okay. We're not going to talk okay. about that if y'all want to Google it. There y'all you can go. Google it. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah. She used to be up there when we, when we was up there. Okay. Shout out Matador. Um, she didn't graduate with us. She goes there now, but she has a young child. She will be there. Um, I was like, oh, that's uh, okay. <laughs> that's that. She said, okay. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no. Um, it goes back to what you were saying, Gabby. It Career versus purpose. Like, what good is it to work day and night every day? <laughs> and I mean, we all know we don't struggle. Man. And hate, you know, hate like the hate. outcome. Hate the which, outcome. yeah, not like, feeling fulfilled. Exactly. Like, why am I doing this? Exactly. You know, yeah. and you know, he. I feel like he's fine. I feel like he's fine knowing that what he did for him was the right move. It doesn't matter well, how much Nike money. Nike campaign, he's for sure good now. Well, I mean, but now, I but, even, but even before the Nike campaign, I felt like he was fine, you know? The mm-hmm. Nike campaign is just like, oh, okay. Looking and to it. what I hear, I don't know, Kareem, maybe you'll have to, like, eat, confirm this for us because I, like I said, I was not super familiar with his career before. But from what I hear, he might have a greater legacy with this, like, um, advocacy that he's doing than... <laughs> <laughs> I knew then that was my main thing with and kind of how you were talking earlier. I'm like, you kind of was being trying to like segue to kind of play him like, so how was he actually before he started this main thing and getting this attention? Because now his jersey is in the top 50 and he's not on the team. But uh, hello, like and so uh but no, he was he, he was good. Um and you know, he was you know, quarterbacks and different stuff like that. They have mm-hmm. their their good year, their bad year, and different stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was definitely. It just came at a time when it, he might not have been the best. Okay. I think that's how people try to play. Okay. Okay. You know. Okay. Um, and that kind of is that type of thing. No, 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 no. I'm telling you, he wasn't. Because people try, are trying See, to, he you know, was good. I get what you mean. I hear that. He no, was yeah. good. He just wasn't good when he decided to start taking a knee. Right, right, okay. He started taking okay. that knee and was like, you know, that's what really boosted him. Like, man, I got a different play for y'all. I'm not even about to do football. I can <laughs> right. wear this jersey and become an actor. Right. Y'all can have this, a this feel. Is the real, y'all can have down, all of that. The concussions. The I'm through with that. I'm through with the concussions. You crazy. <laughs> <laughs> He is smaller, like fairly smaller than you know his fellow colleagues. Yeah, I don't know. He, yeah, he can make you look like I'm not. And that's that. what I was thinking. I'm like, before I feel like he was just like the looker. I probably yeah, would not have known. I, I probably wouldn't even been able to tell you like what position he played I'm before all of this. Yeah. You know, before all of this. But I, so I think hard. it's dope, though. I think it's dope. And that was another thing that I wanted to bring light to because. I hate, I don't understand why in these moments we really can't, like, I understand independent thinking and stuff, but like I said before, I feel like people take it to the extreme to it's like where you can't even be supportive because you're so busy trying to think, okay, what can make me sound like a woke black person? Right oh. now? But, you know, and it's like, I saw so much negative feedback. People like, oh, what does this Nike deal do for us, do for the black community? Like, how is this a win for black people? Oh, we're just going to spend money on Nikes. No, but this is what I want to highlight. This is what I want to highlight. People, and I and I had to comment this on Facebook. I said, the Nike campaign deal or him being the face of Nike is a big deal to black people because we like Nike. However, that's not the big picture. The big picture is this way, this became, there was a whole lawsuit that came from this, okay? Still is. And Still this is. man, mm-hmm. exactly, this man sued the NFL. That part. Because of, <laughs> what is the collusion, corrosion? I don't know the word, but listen, listen to what I'm saying, okay? Stay with me, stay with me, okay? <laughs> He sued the NFL, basically saying that they was setting him up, blacklisting him and not getting him work or whatever. The NFL tried to throw it out and say it's BS. The court 
now comes back and rebuttals and says, no, it's not BS. We yep. feel like his concerns are valid and we will, we will take this case to trial. And Do you know how much of a win that is that for the Black mm-hmm. community? Especially mm-hmm. because what this man is protesting is police brutality against minorities. You, better right. you know well, what I'm saying? Like, no. and, and that's the whole part that people are missing because all people see is the Nike campaign. Ooh. And and because that's all they see, that's what people are deciding to talk about. Not right. even realizing that there's a whole, there's so much other stuff going on. And I'm like, you don't even understand how ignorant you sound when you get on social media and you start freaking like going against your own community, something that is actually a win for you, mm. you idiot. But because you don't know it, you Speak know what I'm it. saying? Like, Woo. because you don't know it, you're up here trying to sound like a cool independent thinker. You know what? Like, be an independent thinker. I am all for that, but just be an educated one. That's all, right. girl, That's you all I'm saying. Girl, I'm over here about to shout. Like, I'm over like, here about to shout. I wish I had a tambourine. I wish we had an organ. <laughs> I just wish we had it all because Man. that was a word. That was a word. Because you know what we did want to segue into? We wanted to talk about the weed article. So let's talk about that. Because yes. what he's, he's going to bring to light is the fact that we have... Hundreds of thousands of black men sitting behind bars Thank you. for marijuana charges. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Carrying an ounce of cannabis or whatever. While this article, Vogue is promoting these two white bitches that got some yoga and cannabis campaign. And oh, let's celebrate it. Let's highlight them. Mm-mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm-mm. And so I'm just like, like, these are things now that people that just- are gonna be. Brought to the forefront, right? It's just, I feel like it's a op- it's opening doors to everything. It's opening doors to all of the, the injustices. Mm-hmm. Injustices? Yeah. Injustices. Yeah, it's, it's a bunch of them. Yeah, it's just opening It's just opening doors and allowing people to really, people who are really out there reading articles and really out there trying to educate themselves on things that are happening in the world um, and not just reading hashtags, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Really out there reading. That's you know, It allows them, you know, to be like, wow. I'm glad somebody else saw this. You know, I'm glad we are now speaking up on this because I thought I was alone, you know? And then and then to talk about that article, like granted, that was an article, that was an article that happened last year, but the thing right now is that it's still trendy right now. But this is yeah, right? The war on drugs, that's been since the 70s, 70s, 80s, like We've been, our black men been getting locked up for this. Been this ain't nothing new. But now, all of a sudden, you got these yoga studios with these um, professional, uh, um, ordained, as you know, if I would say, mm-hmm. um, trainers that are practicing, I guess, yoga, but with cannabis. Yeah. And, and calling it, <laughs> calling it an experience. Oh. Just like, excuse me? Like, so y'all getting high and y'all doing yoga. Okay. Let me, <laughs> let me clap. For an up. experience. For an experience. But you got, you got, you got Lil Ray Ray in there behind bars, you know, and it's just like. What? They locked up Lil Ray Ray? Shut up, Shut up. But you know, you got, you got these men, <laughs> you got these men and women behind bars for carrying marijuana or for, you know, for the thing that you're now trying to celebrate or the thing that you're now trying to make a trend. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, okay, so now that this is a trend and now that this is, you know, okay, so what are we going to do about the people behind bars? We talk about the prisons being overcrowded and the jails being overcrowded. Are we going to release those people? That was exactly my question. Like, my thing is what now, like, especially because in California, at least, weed has been legalized mm-hmm. on the recreational, mm-hmm. you know, for recreational use. So I'm like, okay, so what does happen to the people who are behind bars now for, for weed charges? Girl, I, I, think, like, uh, I really want to know. It's I like, think I think honestly think that they could appeal it at this point, and just it becomes a situation, and it's the worst thing dealing with the like the court systems and just the judicial system in general, stuff like that. But it's now you they have to go fight for their rights, and it still becomes like, well, your charges were put into place before it was legalized. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. at that point, how do, you know how do they do certain things and? It goes back and forth with, with that type of situation because it goes hand in hand with other laws. And if they were to do other things, then um, I think uh, Dami, you know, had brought up life. And yeah. Stuff. People might want to go see that movie. Yeah. And if, I mean, if, if you haven't seen it at this point. Um, Just go. It's on Netflix, I think, and Hulu. Life. God you know what? You life is, honestly, honestly, <laughs> it's one of those movies that I saw later, you know, like way after everybody else. Honestly, yeah, and, and that's another thing. Yeah, we need to have like a cognac communion movie night or something and just start bringing these movies because a lot of movies like Friday, 
people haven't seen and really yes. understood it Yay. and you know put in the play you know we might do the whole three piece boys in you know the hood. And so boys in the hood, in the hood. those Mental movies society. yeah staple black movies that like yeah. everybody should should everybody have seen should have but seen. we have to like go back in and really like yeah you know break them down and stuff like that because i mean friday is a good movie and it, it does have some good points you know that we could learn from like uh don't don't get your weed from big worm that's for sure. That's the, he he gonna he gonna send them boys for that thing, like mm-hmm. and so. But yeah. but yeah, like it's just you know it's just that. I mean, when I saw that, like I saw it, I saw the post like surface on Instagram, and it made me like you know me, you know I like to dig deep, so I mm-hmm. dig deeper and I started reading the article, and I was like, wait a minute, hold on, and then I noticed that some of my friends or some of my friends on Instagram were doing these things like having birthday parties where they're Are they black people. They were, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. then some of them were some of them were black, and then some of they them not were not woke. Some, <laughs> <laughs> some of them were black, and some of them were not black, but you know. Despite, yeah. despite what they were they are having you know they were going and celebrating like it's a birth like mm-hmm. like it's like oh what you gonna do for your birthday oh i'm gonna go um get high and do yoga like that's mm-hmm. a birthday thing like not like oh i'm going to dinner or i'm going i'm going to do high yoga like what dinner is over what? shameful okay shameful shameful confession so go for it. when i first saw that post Honestly, if I didn't see that guy's comment, because what because what I saw, how it how it was brought to my attention was somebody screenshot like it was the the post, the article's thumbnail. So you can see the title and the picture of the chicks, the the picture on the article and the title. It was like how cannabis can promote like fitness, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And the guy commented below that. And he was like, you know, I try to not I try to make a habit of not like promoting things promoting like white people doing things that hundreds of like hundreds of thousands of black people are sitting behind bars for. And I was just like, dang, that's true. But honestly, if I didn't see his comment, I probably would have been like, Ooh, weed and yoga. Like, let's try that. You know, like I wouldn't, I probably would not have taken. But even after that, now at this mm-hmm. point, you know, we're going to get past the thing. So you, you wouldn't do it at this point. Hell no. Fuck that shit. Fuck them. I'll take the weed, but fuck them white bitches. Oh fuck my that god! Yoga. And no, because I'm like, there's no, definitely a um I don't a weed uh weed shop in <laughs> um in Hollywood, uh, a weed a weed coffee shop. What did I say? A weed weed shop? Yeah, a weed, weed coffee shop <laughs> in Hollywood. You know, we can sit, have your coffee, smoke, and everything like that. And I'm like, that's dope, and you know, and it becomes it just- that type of stuff. It just really sucks. It just sucks. We can't really, I I can't personally, you know, sit here and go on and on about what, you know, people in jail and this stuff are (laughs) kind (laughs) of like, hey, you got to, when you hear that and you sitting in jail and you like, Man, I'm mad. You beating on your bars and stuff like that. Call your cousin and whoever <laughs> else. Beating on your bars? And, and dr- you gotta, I gotta <laughs> get out. It gotta be a way for me to get out. It gotta be a way for me to get out. Yeah. And everything like that. And going back to that movie, Life. You yeah. get me like, that's why they kept trying to get out. Like, hold up, wait a minute. Yeah. They end up getting but out, they, though. But they, I don't want to tell, wait, Dami. It's, well, it's way more to the story <laughs> that we are missing out on. We are so hung up on prohibition. But they did some other stuff uh-huh. that they wasn't supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And we're going to leave it there. Yeah, we're going to leave it there. But that's Ooh. the homework. Go ahead and see it. If you ain't, if you haven't seen it, go see it. It's a really good movie. Uh, Amazing movie. And it has so many lessons. Like, it has so many lessons. And I feel like, you know, when we saw, when we saw movies in the past, like we, like we said, we didn't, we kind of, we kind of skipped over the lesson. We didn't really notice the lesson. And now it's not until like we're adults now. We're like, right. oh, well, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Hold on. That is interesting, you know? So. It's like that with a lot of things, with a lot of things. Movies, music, you know, we used to sing songs back in the day, just, Funny you know, because it... Right, different my, stuff. And you don't time, know. My and that's another song, thing with kids. What song? My favorite song when I was in middle school was I Got Five on it. I didn't even I got, know. For sure. Like, and for now sure. we got a whole I didn't new understand it. Huh? I didn't even Look, understand. I didn't even, <laughs> but what, even back then, what did you have five on in middle school? Because I, I used to get $10 a week. I was like, I so I didn't have five on anything. It. I couldn't put. I was like. And, and that's, <laughs> yeah, I didn't understand it. And I, I just thought it was so cool. Yeah. I just thought the hook right. was dope. I thought yeah. it was amazing. I'm like, I don't yeah. even smoke. I don't even smoke. And I'm like, dang. Hey, how did that? How did that become one of my yeah. favorite songs? Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Now and while we're talking about, 
child uh, like thing that we you know have as children or, or underestimate or not even looking to as children and growing up and we were speaking about the privilege and everything like that i want to talk on just being self-made and different people and what you guys think on the opportunities that some are given and some aren't and does that play a part in how you end up in the end mm. like kylie <laughs> or, or, Bill, or um Donald Trump. Oh yeah. I would say yeah. I'm like to answer your question, yeah and no. You know what I mean? Because you have those who are, you know, given, you know, given privilege. And wait, I have a question on a question. Mm-hmm. Because they were given that privilege and they came out quote unquote successful, is that the best thing for them? Like we get Kylie, like, you know, she was born with this type of privilege and she's, you know, she's doing her thing or whatever. But you have people like Donald Trump who was born with also, with, with, with the privilege also. And he was given this type of power. Was that necessarily good for him? Like, just him now? Like, just looking at him now? Maybe he... Him? Can- yes. Us? No. <laughs> <laughs> basically. Basically. No, but I believe, I believe, like you, um, Gabby and Kanye West, I believe that he has a mental issue. Like, I believe that. <laughs> so, that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe he shouldn't nah. stuff. Like, I believe something's wrong with him. Like, I don't think he has a mental issue. I just feel like he is a product of his environment. Like, okay. I feel like he can only do what he has been taught. Kanye, uh, Kanye is completely outside of himself. Okay. Right, because like he was, like he he was taught, then he was self-taught, and then he was kind of like, mm-hmm. "I right, make me whatever y'all want." Then a blank slate, like, mm-hmm. what, what, "Bro, just what are you doing?" Yeah, oh, I see, I see. Donald Trump, though, for sure. But it's like talking about privilege and certain things. It's like Donald Trump would not be the president of the United States if he was not given the privilege that he was given at, at a young age or whatever. Right, right. If he wasn't, you know, there was no sure. way that he could have just campaigned his way to the presidency without the name that he has. Mm-hmm. Never. For mm-hmm. sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Kylie Jenner, the same thing. Because, I mean, one of the comments that Donald Trump made that was, <laughs> it was so funny. In one of his interviews, he was like, my father gave me a small loan of a million dollars. What? Yeah, I was like, what? What? My dad gave me a small loan. It's like a dollar or two. Yeah. I'm like, I ain't even- the mill? My do- my yes. dad giving me a small loan. Think I gotta pay it back. Like, yeah. What, what happened? Who was his dad? Does, I, I don't really feel like people talk about like how his does dad, dad was, was that so real rich? estate. I think his dad was like a real estate, or did he do newspaper? Girl. Or mm. can somebody Google that? Let me see. Let me have on my computer real quick. Real quick. Real quick. Who was Donald Trump's dad? <laughs> <laughs> he was a white. What did his dad? Or what did his dad do? do yes. That's the question. What did his dad do? Fred Trump was an American real estate developer. So he created okay. uh, New York. Mm. Okay. I'll take that. Mm. Um, makes sense. It makes sense for him to have all these uh, buildings. Yeah. Buildings. Right, right, right. Yeah, it goes back and forth. Um, and so I guess that just plays all into the same thing with the back and forth of privilege and kind of the lessons and um, the lack thereof in the community mm-hmm. at the moment and, and, and as you know in the generations that you know gone and are coming and are here at the moment mm-hmm. um if if you don't teach the kids and give them a certain way and thought process then you know you mm-hmm. and even when you do i mean you you end up with kanye's and everything like that but then again it's like you end up with kanye's like mm-hmm. it's, i think it's so it's such a a back and forth struggle on certain things with like that because then you know it's so many different people that you can speak on in the black community and everything like that that you feel like uh their parents or might have been raised right and then do what they want to and everything like that uh i mean we coming back i don't want to be but i don't know like it's that. like i i don't know because i posted like when we were talking about the article i had posted um 
the screenshot on Instagram and I had wrote like a comment like, oh yeah, there's no such thing as like white privilege. And what? I put it in I put it in quotes. Oh, right? okay. like I was being sarcastic. But no, like you, somebody thought that I genuinely meant that. And she was like, Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like people only have as much knowledge to allow them to have. I think she's mixed actually. Mm. Yeah, she totally white- confused my tone. <laughs> Must be. Must be. And she just went in and I just like I didn't even like comment verbally. I think I just did like the double tap, like the comment girl. I'm like, you totally missed the mark. You liked her comment? I just I just liked it just oh, you're supposed to delete thanks her, bro. Thanks for responding, type thing. You know, thanks for engaging. But you missed Because the I'm like, it's some people and, and that's the thing, you kinda like they think everything to bait people out. Just to hit that block button, mm. like what? Yo, no, I feel exactly. like that was your perfect opportunity to go in. I don't. I just. I didn't have the energy for whatever reason. Okay. But it made yeah. me think. It did make me think about like Nene Leakes's Nene Leakes' comment um, in regards to Kylie Jenner being considered like a self-made millionaire um, by Forbes. She was like, you know, some people are given certain opportunities and privileges that others aren't. And I'm like, it's so true because when when Kylie first dropped her makeup line. They're, like all of her friends and her fans were saying how great it was, but like real makeup bloggers, their feedback was like, "It's not that great." Oh, her lipstick, like yeah, for real, yeah, for real. It was like the product was not all of that. You know what I'm saying? And but like, at the same time, uh, going on that gab and everything like that, and even with Conan Chameleon and everything we do, support from your people is very important and very plays a very vital position in how everything goes and i don't think that we can like look past how the kardashian clan and the people that they mess with really show up in every time and, and that and that's fine but support, yeah but see it's like support we can talk support versus privilege but right now right now since we're talking privilege it's like okay the fact of the matter is i got tons of homegirls that do makeup. You know, I got I got a real good girlfriend that does makeup great. And I know Shout that who gave her that. Hey, Beauty by Patrice, Patrice Madeira. Hey, 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 let me tell really you, good. all she your bombed. makeup needs dope, right? Yes, yes. Now, yes. granted, she don't have Kylie Jenner money. But if she was given the resources that Kylie Jenner was given upon starting a makeup line, I guarantee you. My homegirl Patrice could kick out a better makeup line than Kylie Jenner. There sure. And that's the like, thing. Like, you I'm not gonna knock her. Don't mm-hmm. we're not gonna look at like put out a better one off the jump because the you jump. have to know. I think it, I think Fenty did it off the jump. Ooh. Now that's so the everything self-made. that Fenty dropped. So uh okay. We're gonna throw it. and that was another thing. I, I do believe in that and everything like that. But what did when you say self-made, um what opportunities were Rihanna given that some others aren't given? And it becomes, when you say self-made and continue to raise the bar on where you have to be and certain people and everything like that. I don't see Rihanna and I have never seen Rihanna do covers. Like some of these other girls and other artists now are trying to blow themselves up in it. So does that become the new self-made? And then self-made is like self-made is like having to actually go to local talent shows in your village. Let's remember that now because she didn't have a city. Rihanna's from Barbados. She had to go to local talent shows in her village mm-hmm. to catch the eyes of promoters out there to then cross the seas and get attention from people in America to come here, to yeah. Barbados and look at her and say, okay, well, come to America and show us what you can do. Now, the she difference is, and let me tell you, and let me say, I'm not, I'm not knocking, I'm not knocking Kylie either because I do feel like it takes a certain, you have to have a certain business savvy and know-how to maintain a business. Now, starting one is another is one thing, but maintaining it, that's a whole a different whole ballpark. Different thing. So yeah, she is maintaining it. She's holding it down, granted. But Kylie, her her opportunity probably more so started with her telling her sisters, I like makeup. Okay, if you like makeup, then you should let me you connect you with this person. Mind. Yeah, exactly. Here's my sister, she likes makeup. Show her how to be a millionaire doing And her name holds weight. Her name holds weight. Kylie Jenner. She mm-hmm. the, the I think every one of them kind of made their name hold weight because your father, well, the 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 your initial father, father Robert father. Robert Kardashian, holds weight. But mm-hmm. I'm not a Kardashian. I'm a Jenner. Like I'm, I have a different dad. No, Don't no, get no, twisted. No, no, My dad no, no, holds no. weight too. Exactly. Yeah. I was about to say, Brooke Jenner. Let's just be, let's be clear. Right. Before he became 
Is he Caroline? Catherine? <laughs> uh, before he we're going to have to edit that out. She's mad. Yeah. <laughs> before he we came, don't want no problems. That Bruce Jenner name that still holds, it still holds weight. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, but then that goes to everything you're saying. Holds weight to who? Because I'm not going to lie to you. Before the Keeping Up with the Kardashians came out, I personally did not know who Bruce Jenner was. Because we were young. He was, he was before our time. He was an athlete. So he does hold weight. It, like That name, Bruce Jenner, he won so many medals. He, I think he mm-hmm. ran track. He was an athlete. It yeah, won. he was an Olympian. He was yes, on cereal boxes yes, and all exactly. of that. No, no, no. I, I understand time. that. But yeah. I'm saying hold weight in which areas and like go to, to what thing. Because even in, in, I don't think in the black community on an older scale, a lot of people still wouldn't probably know them. I think a lot of I think uh, older black people did know him nah, because he I think older I black think he did. represented he was, on, he was on the cereal yeah boxes. he represented America like when the, he was Olympics, on cereal boxes, when the Olympics was when the Olympics was like in America the last time I think when it was at the college he was one of, yeah. that's when that was like in his heyday yes. I think they knew they knew who he was and it's like and like I said this just goes to the privilege and the opportunity that came her way. Like I said, to maintain, because granted, people who knew about Bruce Jenner and everything like that, they're probably not the people who are keeping Kylie's makeup line afloat. But they were the people people that she was introduced to because of the clout and the name that she had. They were the foot into the different industries. This was the, her plug. These are people who know people. So no no disrespect or anything that uh, Rihanna, give me a more self-made from here. Give me someone here that didn't have to go on to, you know, bring it overseas and everything like that. Because I feel like Kylie did do what she did. Jamin John, Fubu, Fubu, Jamin John, self-made. He sold shit out of his car. That nigga sold shit out of his car. Was at every black expo trying to like, you know, get his name off the block. He came from a single parent household and literally got his name off the block. Okay, so because you have he is a certain um so we can so even once you have opportunities, it can't be, be self made. It could be black people. I think it's like the difference between Jay Z and Beyonce. Jay Z, self made, Beyonce, privilege. Yeah. Hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. So the thing, and that's a good one that you even brought up. Because I remember, even from the album and certain things, wasn't Beyonce the same one that lost in the talent show that she went to and had to gain up in traction and do what she had to do? I think like, as, a, as a young girl, yeah, maybe. I don't know what was going on with, with... I don't know if she was trying to start a career, but her foot into the career was her daddy. As far as what did he do? Who was he as far as before her? He was a super producer or a super manager or something like that. Knows, what's the name? Knows, Mr. Knows, Matthew Knows, Matthew Knows. Yeah, he was like managing, and I think okay, he, was so, he wasn't producing, he was managing. So, with Jay Z on the other hand, and everything like that, and when he chose and he got into it and everything like that, he had to know somebody to know somebody and get into it and everything like that. So, at what point does it change? Or the I be, I'm really trying to figure out the bar and at what people because I think everybody's story can be self-made or different in your type of thing because you have to do what you have to do once you get into the door. You know, um, Meek Mill, for instance, you know, he ended up meeting with Rick Ross and everything like that, but he had to still make a name for himself. Well, you, you know what? Handed go up. Back, I don't know. To, I, well, the Beyonce thing with the star searches and stuff like that, I think it was... I don't know if you consider her self-made because it was more so like her dad said. Her dad was like her, her dad. Yeah, and he, he, he was like, we're going to go around these people and we're going to do our own thing. And then that's when he started his own like brand or something like that, his own company. And then he started networking and doing that. So do you want to call that self-made or not? I don't know. I don't want to call that self-made because that's, I mean, well, I guess you can't call that self-made because he actually. It's like, was she, was she self-made or was he, you know, I don't know how you want to look at that. But she was a child, so. And that becomes a thing at the end of the day. A lot of these people are child. You don't. You can't pick, just like you can't pick your parents, you can't pick what they do and you can't pick their choices at the end of the day. So just like how we, of course, going into this and the future and everything like that, 
And we were talking about it earlier. You want to leave a legacy for your kid at the end of the day. So some people do it better than others. Yeah. And then the kid has to then continue it on because then you look at Rev Run and they were self-made. I can see that. And how y'all can see the whole him and his brother putting it together, making it happen. And now but, his kid, oh, I didn't, but his kids are like are privileged. privileged. But they had to also be because three boys he has, and no disrespect to it though, and I'll take the loss for this one though. One weird, <laughs> one whack, <laughs> and one win. Corny is Simple as that. Yeah. W, w, w. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I think, okay, so I think people associate being self-made with struggle, with the struggle. Did you struggle to get it? Because if you didn't struggle, then you're not self-made. Is that actually accurate? I don't know. You know, like, like you make me think, young Wiz, AA, like, I'm I like, try, I try. Like, if you don't struggle for it, does that mean that, you know, you're not self-made? And that's the real question. It's like, there is a fine line, I guess. You're right. There has to be some type of... I just feel like there has to be some type of struggle. Even if somebody hands you something, like, you're not going to off that. No. You know what I'm saying? So there... I don't... mm. Mm -hmm. Mm, I don't know. I feel like if... (laughs) I'm telling you, that's that's the good... uh, like thing to think about and really to, you know, put into the air because it's like self-made, like you said, is associated with struggle. But yeah. everybody's struggle is different. And you can't tell me that my struggle wasn't a struggle just because I had a roof over my head every night. Mm-hmm. Like okay. <laughs> true. I'm just come so on. Y'all. Say, <laughs> like just because I was a millionaire football player doesn't mean I was a self-made in what I'm advocacy. Come on. Cause it was still a struggle. Like I got, you know, I, I was blacklisted by Republican America. You know, uh-huh. I was like, I guess you can. What's the fine line? Yeah, and everybody struggle, like you said, isn't everybody struggle? Mm-hmm. And you can't, like, you can't tell me my struggle isn't yeah. significant because it's not your struggle. You know, OJ was famous, but he he made himself famous. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, Jesus, Jesus. On that note, I'd like to shout out another self-made athlete, Serena Williams, who was cheating yes. at the US Open. She um, ain't deserved that. And, and I must say, I was never really a big fan of her attitude, but I do feel like <laughs> the way they did her yesterday was wrong. You know, off of a technicality, she lost, you know, think about it. Have her 24th Tennis. Grand Slam, and that was not right. They did not have to do that. I need some people to, uh, Tennis is very um, is a very strict sport. Right. It's mm-hmm. a very conservative sport. You don't have a bunch of councils to kind of go over the rules. It's left up to one person. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like that umpire. And I need people so to look that up different. though, but or even comment um, on the episode and everything like that. Without the person giving her the flag and everything like that, do you think she would have won? Would have won. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think so. Because she's already on the losing. Think about no, because as the no, no, it the t- one takes point. away. And okay, because of like that, I said, point, he takes she ended away. up losing. I think that's how. It yeah, went. when he takes away. Okay, so when when the umpire takes away, and I'm not too keen on tennis, but I know a little a little mm-hmm. bit. But when he takes away a game, I mean a game that takes away an opportunity to game. I mean to gain more points. If you get if you get what I'm saying, right? So. That so, would have been, she would have to been like in the at least like one point range. How much did she lose by? Well, she lost. Well, he took a whole game away, so she lost. Well, I think she lost by one. I think the score was like two seven. Let me see. But even still, my whole thing about it, like I don't know if y'all know that or not, but my whole thing about that whole situation. I'm thinking about Naomi. Naomi was the person that she was playing mm-hmm. against, the one who represented Japan. Mm-hmm. She's Japan. She's Japanese and mm-hmm. Haitian, um, so she's black. And um, right. and uh, you know, she's 20 years old. She's playing against her idol, and you know, to win, you know, to win, and then to have to win under these certain certain circumstances is just like, how do you feel? She yeah. lost both rounds. Like, two to six, you know, four to six. I, but okay. They took, but they took the game. They took the point away, so they was taking points away from her. But that, you know, and I, say, like, yeah, I feel like she probably lost her momentum after a while. It was a super controversial match, like, like in general. But I mean, I feel bad for 
the way that she lost, you know, the way that it happened. Um, but it was still a win. Like the Naomi chick, I, I, I bangs with her. Like shout out to her on her win too. I think she's like the youngest person to ever um, yeah, like win this her. title or whatever. And so I'm just like, right. shout out to her. I love how she said, I don't know if you guys saw her interview a while back when she was um, getting interviewed after one of her matches. And she had to set the interviewer straight because they were like, oh, you're Japanese. She's like, um, actually, like, I'm Japanese and black. My father is Haitian. You know damn. Like, yeah, and it's just like, you know damn. Yeah. yeah. She, she shouted it out. She was just like, you know, I don't just stand for Japan. Like, I stand for African-Americans as well and Haiti and my culture, and I embrace it. And she let them know, too, like, I very much so identify as a part of the african American community, the African community, you know, my ancestors are X, Y, and Z. So I was like, okay, girl. And I love the way that she humbly won the match ever since. Yeah, she hasn't. She's been very like um, empathetic and understanding about the situation, about like, you know, her title and everything. And is excited that she was to win. She's still like, I met my idol. I have loved her since forever. Like she has always been an inspiration. And I think that that's super dope. You know, she could easily be on her Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, like, yeah, fuck that bitch, I won. You know, but she is very like humble in the way that she accepted it. And I I think that that's dope. Yeah. And both Mm -hmm. of them. Oh, yes, yes. Even like when they announced her as the winner. And I know a lot of people were angry about it because they were angry at the way it mm-hmm. went down. You know, the crowd started booing mm-hmm. her. You know, and I thought that that wasn't cool. But I appreciated the fact that Serena stood up and said, like, no, like, give her right. Like, don't, like, like, let's not boo her. Like, let's not be mean to yeah. her. You know, like, she doesn't deserve that. She deserves to feel good about this mm-hmm. moment. You know, even if it means that, you know, even if it means that I, you know, yeah. I lost. Like, I understand that. I, you know, I'm not going to be a sore loser and we're going to give her her win. And, I appreciated that because so many times in media, if we're going to, you know, they want to see two black women. They want to see two black women going neck and neck. They want, they want a Cardi B and Nicki Minaj situation. You know what I'm saying? And I like, guess I the, the, the two it. black women gave it to them speaking on them, but. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. What, like, why, like, why can't we all that fashion, get along? But I mean, that's, you know, <laughs> like, that, and that, that kind of hurts because then they invited. still, like, they still kind of trying to give it to Cardi or whoever. And it's like, it's bigger than all of that, though. Like, it's bigger, than, and that's the more of a bigger situation, the more things that they should talk about is, like you said, the U.S. Open and how uh, professional Serena um, handled the whole situation. Absolutely. Yeah, I think, and it I think they both yeah. deserve to be commended on, on the way that they handled the situation. You know, they say, like, yeah. it's it's like 20% the situation, 80% how you decide to like handle it. And so Amen. I think they were both very good model representations of one, you know, how to handle defeat. And then two, like how to be, how to handle catching that, getting the the win. So yeah, it was good sportsmanship overall when it came, when it came down to how they handled. Shout out to black girl magic. Right, yeah. right, right. Amen. Cardi and Nikki, yeah. y'all bitches get it together. <laughs> like, I don't, I really don't understand. Like, and the thing for that, like, I mean, I don't know why they're upset. Cardi said Nikki talked know. about culture, which is her daughter. Mm-hmm. The baby. Okay. That's what I got. But I feel like Nikki is just always upset. <laughs> like, she's always upset. Like, if she don't want nobody, like, it's like she got to be the one at yeah. the top. And it's just like, bruh, like, it's enough like there's room for all of us exactly like we two like we're two women we're already we're not we're we're women you know what i'm saying so we're already like counted out and then we're minorities so we're like you know we really out there trying to win let us win together like Instead of, like, trying to, like, fight each other, that's There's room for all of us in this game, y'all. There's room for all of us at the top. Let's just continue to lift each other up. Let's continue to build each other. Look, Beyonce would never, (laughs) would never, never Man. and throw it at Rihanna. (laughs) Never. That would never happen. And if she did, everybody would have already 
everybody would have already signed non-disclosure, so we would have never found out about it. Yeah, anyway. she got, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, you know how we shut it down fast. Quick, and in a hurry. Like, like, I didn't know who this boy was so, on this. But we're going to wrap it back around next time on Cognac and Communion. It's yeah. been awesome. Thank y'all. you guys for tuning in with us again. Hey, it's your girl, B. Hey. And it's your girl, Dominique McCoy. And it is Young Wiz, and we are out of here. Catch y'all next time. Bye. What's up, y'all? This is Gabby, a.k.a. The Gift of Gab. Coming to you live and direct. If you enjoyed that episode, follow us on Facebook and Instagram for the direct link to subscribe to our podcast. Also, please check out Cognac and Communion on all major streaming platforms every first Sunday of the month.